Joanne, what's shaking and baking out there, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Another edition of Grizzly with Angela Ford and Peter in the background. He ain't feeling too hot, but he's here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Crazy Witch, Yolanda, welcome to the show. Lucy, hello there. So, yeah. So, uh, what's everybody up to, ladies and gentlemen? Everybody doing okay? It's been a great week so far. <laughs> and we have, <laughs> yeah. we have a return. We have a return tonight guest, Beverly Nadler, my friend, dear friend, who is a health and nutrition guru and an expert in how to take care of yourself. And she is going to surprise us with a topic tonight. And she may also be talking about playing the game of life and vibrational harmony, her two amazing, wonderful books that I have read. And everybody that's watching this show should pick up her books. I think you can buy them on Amazon. So I invited Beverly back, and she was thrilled to be on the show the last time. Yeah, awesome. I can't wait. She's not backstage, so we know, beyond a reasonable doubt, she will show up. So, yes. Awesome. Yes. Can't wait. So, Angela, how are you been? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Glad to be here. Glad to see everybody. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad everybody's doing good. Love and light, Peter. Samantha says, welcome to the show, everybody. Samantha, yeah, we hope you get feeling better there, Peter. I know you've been down and out with your health and 
Not feeling good. So the doctor is told Peter to lay back and take it easy. But guess what? He's here. So, yeah. So we're going to take care of Peter tonight. So he may not say too much, but his presence is his grace. And I have been blessed with his presence. So, yes. Hey, Kim. Welcome to the show. Nice to see you there. Uh, Joanne Jackson. Love to Chris and the guests. Absolutely. Thank you. Rebecca, nice to have you. Absolutely. So, uh, anything interesting going on with you, Angela, lately? Mm -mm, no, I just, I'm coming out of poison ivy and I've got another uh, allerg allergic reaction. So, I'm just trying to take it easy. Again? Yeah. That is terrible. I hate to hear that. I, I am, I'm allergic to poison ivy and I know, I know some people that can roll in it. And be like, ha, look at me. And I'm like, you're crazy. So, yes. Very interesting. So, yeah, Peter, uh, did we make sure and uh, she we did get her the link, correct? Oh, yeah. She said she had she the link. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I emailed it to her and she's thanked me for it. She has it. All right. Good, good. So, everything's been going good on my end. Uh, just got done doing a, a show over in UK. I uh, hooked up with the guy, oh, Russ, and uh, he has been abducted by UFO, a UFO host, I should I say, Russ Kellett, and he's very well known over there and uh, been on BBC a lot and uh, a lot of newspaper, and he has been chasing UFOs for over 30 years, and I was on his show last week, and I've been looking for a UFO person. And lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, another show has been born. So now we're doing a show uh, every uh, Monday at 4 o'clock our time. And uh, very interesting. Uh, so, yeah, uh, very interesting, gentlemen. Hello, Yolanda. Welcome to the show. So, uh, but no, it, it's been real great. Uh, I, you know, can't complain. Uh, everything's been going smooth in my end. Uh, the name of the show is UFO Encounters Encrypted Phenomenon. So it's Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and it's 9 uh, p.m. UK time. So, yes, interesting. And Joanne Jackson, uh, I'll watch back. So I am from UK. So, we'll see. Yeah. Hello, Kelly Elliott. Uh, she's going to be on the Paranormal Show this Wednesday coming up, um, Paranormal Plus. So that's going to be an interesting show. Her house is very old, and uh, she's got family members that come back and plays uh, peekaboo with her. So that'll be an interesting show as well. So I can't wait for that one. So we got a lot of good shows coming up, and... Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about a lot of things coming up this week. Plus, we got the 4th of July. Not a day off for me, but I'm still happy about it. So, remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is a plug. Do not drink and drive. It's not worth it. Uh, call you a, a Uber or whatever they call it anymore, but more than that. Uh, but, yes. Uh, let's see, Kelly, uh, can't wait for Wednesday. That is right. Uh, Ward, if nothing exists, there will be nothing forever. Nothing's connected to because there is nothing. 
it'll be there infinity. Then creates infinity and something new arises. That is correct. The new arose out of nothing and is also conceived and be able to be nothing. There you go. I love, I love that. That is very true. Uh, Joanne Jackson, thank you. Your shows are always good. We try. Thank you, Lucy. Uh, Kelly is the same way, and everybody's happy 4th of July. So, yeah. So, uh, I'm very happy with everything. Everything's been going real smooth. So, any updates about your book uh, that you're working on, Angela? Um, well, um, my animation, it's not, it's, a, it's my animation. My book, I think, I changed publishers, but that should be live by now. But it's more the animation that um, we're trying to get funding for the animation. Right. Yeah, is that coming along pretty well? Or? I think I got. I'm going to talk to my investor tonight. Well, good. Send some good vibrations out for that. Thank you. So hopefully everything works out well, which it always will for you. So yeah, absolutely. So Peter, what's been going on with you besides your health? I know you've been trying to get back in the groove there. That's for I'm sure. trying to get back in the groove. I'm actually working on moving now, moving to another house. And I uh, I have clients that I've been working with to do readings for. So that is really good. And it's just a matter of getting my health back. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's always yeah, hard. So Man, when you're always down, that's hard. Do you know when you're moving? Yes, yes. So. Well, um, I'm working on with a friend of mine. A friend of mine uh, just got pre-approved for a residence, and she wants to share the expenses. So I have to call her during the week to find out about that. That'd be nice. So everything is good. And uh, good. I'm not quite sure where Beverly is, but I used the link to come on, so... Yeah, she is not backstage. Um, yeah, so. Oh, she's not nope. backstage. No, she's not. Maybe I should try to call her. Yeah, I would I'll just be to right reach back. Out, let her know that we are live, ladies and gentlemen. So, yes. Yes. Let's see here and see if we can get a hold of her and get her on. But no, but I, I can't wait to get your stuff wrapped up, Angela. I know a lot of people are. That's really awesome. Aren't you excited and getting everything taken care of? Because you're you're pretty much near the end, aren't you, on everything? No, we need the money to we need money from the investors so we can go make five more stories, which would take about five another more. year. But I'm still oh. I'm still sending out the pilot, seeing if anybody wants to air it. I just mailed it to ABC Australia. I'm waiting to hear back from them. I got you, got you. Well, still, you're still further along in the process than than what I thought. So that's still good, though. So I'm glad to hear that. So I'm, well, I think you got a good thing going. Thank you. Which is pretty good. Yes, absolutely. Oh, what's going on, honey? Let's see if we hear anything back from Pita. Oh, I guess uh, you've been on since 10 to 6. It, I get it's the wrong connection. Tell her the one I. Um, 
when did you send this uh, the next one honey hold on you have to send them another one i'm talking to her her daughter okay hold on all right thank hello you hello there barb hello nigel how are you uh, doing we're gonna there? send mom another connection uh she's gonna i all right hold on here the right connection is i have it you have the right one there yeah. you go welcome Nigel and parter oh I, I, beverly nadler at ops online yeah i i just i just emailed her the i emailed her i what i did was oh, we emailed the Correct. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that's the one we made. Oh, right. Yeah, it, it got confusing. I was having trouble coming on. Also. No, I have July second. Is what I sent her. Yeah. Why don't you wait? Uh, did you sent it again, honey? I sent it again. I just sent it. All right. Uh, she just sent it again to the email. We'll okay. get this fixed, everybody. We'll get her right here on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Play some little background music. Yeah. She's coming on, ladies and gentlemen. Be get ready. Get prepared. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, that's that's no problem, honey. These these problems uh, they happen. All right. Oh, she's in the waiting room. Okay, Grizzly. No, you don't see her in the waiting room. Tell her to press enter. Tell her to tell her to press enter. That's okay. No problem, Denise. So, Holly, what's going on? We're waiting for a guest to enter the right uh, rooms. What we're waiting for. <laughs> Okay, I, I don't ever like racing to try to catch something. <laughs> okay. So let's All see. All right. Here. Any moment we have the famous Beverly Nadler coming on. Okay. Are you comfortable? Yeah. Okay. Welcome, Holly. 
Enter now. Yes. We have Angelie Jolie. Now she is there. Welcome, welcome, welcome there. Welcome to the show. We've got her live now, ladies and gentlemen. All right. All right. So I did introduce you, but I'll do it again. <laughs> this again is Beverly Nadler, my good friend who is a health and nutrition guru. And she has a special, special topic that she said she wanted to address today on our show. I also wanted to mention to the listening and viewing audience out there that Beverly has written uh, many, many books, but the two major books are Playing the Game of Life and Vibrational Harmony. It's a must reading if you want to change your life, if you want to create an amazing life for yourself, you must pick them up. I read them. They're brilliant. They're excellent. And without further ado, I am going to hand this over to Angela and to Grizzly because I've been told by my doctor today that I've got to rest. So enjoy this wonderful program, Beverly, and I know you're going to do. You're going to be a great guest. Much love, to you. welcome, welcome. How are you? Welcome back there. How are you doing there? I'm doing good. I'm glad. Well, to nice to have you. I'm delighted to be here. Well, so am I. Thank you. Thank you. It okay. stage is all yours. It's all mine. Oh boy. All okay. yours. So I was thinking about um, when I used to be on the radio with Joyce and uh, of course Peter had been on a number of times with us, all the different subjects and they're all related to the fact that we humanity are multidimensional beings. We're physical, we're mental, we're emotional, we're spiritual. And all of those areas need to be addressed. We need to address, that's what our life is. We are multidimensional. Most important is the fact that we are basically at our core spiritual, but we're living in a physical universe. And as we do know, this particular time is a very stressful time. People are going through a tremendous amount of stress. They're, we don't know who to believe. There's all kinds of things that come out in the media that we say, hey, that can't be true. We're not sure what's going on. And the fact is, the most important thing that we can do is to preserve our own, our own energy, uh, our own frequencies. One of the things when I was on the last time, and I want to thank you so much for having me be on the show and bringing oh, me absolutely. back. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I loved, I loved being on. And I was, then was talking about the fact that we're, everything is energy, everything is frequencies and vibrations. And the way that we need to live our life is to begin to understand we're living in an energy universe. And then some people say, well, if everything's energy, where's God? Well, God expresses this, the creator is expressing itself through different forms of energy different frequencies, different vibrations. And why that's important to understand is because there are different levels. There's things that are what we consider a high uh, vibration, which is healthy, which is good for relationships, which is good for our personal life. And then there are those that are, what we say, low detrimental, you know, things like anger and fear and frustration and worry. And we say, 
in this particular world that we're living in right now, it's pretty hard not to be in that state. And so I was trying to figure what would be the most important thing for me to talk about tonight. And what I came up with, with all the things about the, the physical body, we need to know how to take care of it, need to know how to think and, and to program ourselves. We need to deal with our emotions, but we need to understand that we do live in a lawful universe. May not seem that way sometimes, but it is. There are universal laws. There are laws of physics, and they're really ancient laws, because if we compare the laws of physics with hermetic philosophy, and last time I was on, one of your uh, people who was watching mentioned hermetic philosophy. So I know there's people out there who have some idea of what I'm talking about, Hermes. And this was in ancient Greece, ancient Egypt. These laws were taught, but they were taught only to royalty or to warriors. They were not taught to regular people. In other words, in order to keep, to keep the masses down, you don't teach them how life works. So they can just be confused. They can just go through life wondering what's going on. And then, because they're wondering what's going on, thinking, well, I have to look to that leader or this leader, because I don't understand why things happen the way they do. And one of the things that confuses people a lot is that we're taught, and it's not incorrect, we're taught think positive and you'll have a more positive life. Well, there's lots of people who, especially after this movie, The Secret came out and the book, The Secret, people said, but I'm thinking positive, why isn't it working? And they were not teaching the laws. The only thing they were teaching was think positive, but what's going on inside? What, what are you really believing? What's really your frequency? What's the energy that's going out? And that's the thing. It is the energy that we project that determines what our life is gonna be. And so understanding how these laws work really can make a difference because then when something happens, you can look at it and say, oh, okay, I can see what that is. Oh, I have an idea of what to do about that. And if you don't know, you know, I used when I used to teach um, in, you know, live, live seminars and things, I would say not knowing the laws is kind of like trying to write without knowing the alphabet, pretty difficult. So there's more and more people that begin a teaching and certainly there's a lot talking about the fact that everything is energy. And I've got some quotes that I wanna share with you uh, from some very famous people, like physicist, physicist David Bohm, who said that there are parallels between, between traditional views of spirituality and divinity and the latest theories being examined in modern physics. Now, what's interesting about that is the latest theories, we call it quantum physics, quantum theory, it does not negate the regular, what I call the laws of physics, the original, traditional, it does not, it does not negate them, but it gives us some new ways of being able to deal with life. And when I talk about the mind in another show, because you said I'd be coming back, we will really be talking about how we can transcend with our mind, with our consciousness, these laws. But first we need to know what they are. The human mind and the physical universe do not exist independently. 
something connects them, a connective link between mind and matter, intelligence and intuition. And that was astronaut Edgar Mitchell who said that. And Nobel Prize winner Freeman Dyson said, consciousness is charged particles of light. Now, what I wanna say about that, because many people who are getting to the spirituality is everything is light. In fact, there's um, Kabbalah, which is Jewish esotericism. Everything is light. And actually it is, it's all light. It's all vibrations. It's all photons, everything. Music is, is light and vibrations and frequency. We are energy frequencies and vibration. So what we want to do is bring ourselves into harmony with the frequencies of the things that we want in life. And what do we want in life? Well, most people want to be healthy. <laughs> they want to have good relationships. They want to have at least enough financial uh, support, money, <laughs> uh, so that they can take care of themselves and their family and enjoy their life. You know, it's not like we're here to suffer, though there are some people who say we are. You know, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different traditions and different things that people think about and people say, and you know, you can get really confused by looking at all of the different theories that are out there. But the truth of the matter is, if you want something, you need to bring your own, your own frequency, your own energy field, your own aura in harmony with it as best you can. And understanding how the laws work will actually help you to do that. So we begin with the premise, everything is energy. And there are numerous laws about a lower vibration. Actually, I'm not teaching that or sharing a lot of information on it, except for the fact that think in terms, everything's a vibration. And we can think as we speak, as we do something, as we create something, is that would this be in harmony, the frequency, the energy? Think of terms of energy, the energy of this that I'm saying, or the energy of this that I'm thinking, or the energy of this that I'm feeling, would this be in harmony with what I want in my life? Does it bring my energy field up? Does it bring my energy field down? So we can start to think in those terms, recognizing that we live in an energy universe. I know, according to Madonna, it's a material world and she's a material girl. And that's true too. You see, that's the paradox. That's why I say we are multi-dimensional beings and we live in a multi-dimensional world, literally. So what we want to do or what I want to do tonight is share two of these laws that really kind of hang people up. It's the law of polarity and the law of rhythm. And when I mean a law of rhythm, I'm not talking about um, birth control or dancing. <laughs> I'm talking about the law of physics or the law of Hermes. It was the Hermit, Hermetic philosophy that we discovered, we, not me, scientists, discovered that what they were finding out in physics was actually ancient teachings. So what is the law of polarity? Well, it tells us that everything exists with its opposite. And the reason that's important to know is because we think or we feel or we believe or we certainly want to believe everything can always be good. And this thing that I like, it's always good. And this thing I don't like, it's always bad. And that's not true. 
everything has its opposite, and yet there is a, a middle, there's a place where they can meet. And sometimes when we're into, let's say, a very disturbing situation, there is a way to shift that. But first, let's understand some of these opposites, just what we mean by the law of polarity. Opposites that exist would be something like conscious mind, subconscious mind, the yin and the yang, right, left, up, down, high, low, um, good, what we call good, what we call bad. All of these things, they're opposites and they always exist. Heat and um, cold, it's an opposite. Like the whole world is shaped on this, the physical world. I don't know about the other world because I haven't been there yet. And even though they say it's wonderful, I'm not ready to go. <laughs> right, so right. Fact is, <laughs> what we need to understand is there's always an opposite. So when we think something is wonderful and we look at it and we say, wow, this is great. And then as we're moving, we, let's say it's a project that we started. And, and we think of all the good things. And then somebody says, don't ever think negative. Don't think negative. If you look at drawbacks to something, that's not negative thinking. That's constructive thinking. Let's say you're creating a business and you want this business. And it's a good business. And it will help people. And it will serve you. And it will give you the income that you need. And other people will be served. You need to look at all of the facets of it. What is it? that this includes, what do I need to know? What would be some of the drawbacks of starting this? We'd say, well, if I start this business, I will have less time to spend with my family. How does that work out for me? And discuss that with your family. If I start this business, I need to borrow X amount of money. Well, can I do that? In other words, you look at everything, but look at the positive, and you look, and when you don't call them negative, this is the thing about the law of polarity. It's positive and negative, but not good and bad. There is a huge difference between saying it's it's good or it's bad as positive. Female energy is negative. It's not bad. Male energy is positive. The assertive energy is positive. Fire is positive. Water is negative. Now, is negative bad? Of course not. But we have to begin to look at the world that way. It exists. Everything has its, but, and there's a yin and yang sign. People are familiar with the yin and the yang sign. And so if you, you, you'll you see a plus sign in the, in the white, and you'll see a minus sign in the black. The, the white represents the, the yin, the female, and yet there's some male energy that something about it that has an, an opposite to it. And the same thing with the other side. And it's all like that. If we just think of life and we judge everything, you know, this is good, this is bad. There's more and more spiritual teachers that are coming out now. And there's more and more mediums, psychics that channel um, other beings, you know, spiritual beings, and or maybe even, I don't know, um, ascended masters, and they're all saying certain things almost exactly the same. Different messages, but the thing that they all say is judgment, to let go of judgment. Because the more we hold on to judgment, the more we bring our vibrations down, and the more that we are literally criticizing God's world. 
And some people say, well, why, why did God create positive or negative? Well, he hasn't told me why. I'm, I'm assuming because that's the only way that anything can come together. You need to have both. Or there could be other reasons, like <laughs> if you're a creator, you know, you're writing, creating a movie, you've got both good, what called good and bad, what we call good and bad, the evil people, you know, the good people. That's a great, but creative energy wants to just create everything, everything, and experiences life through us. We actually are an extension of this creative power, all that is the creator, whatever name you want to give it. God is the most popular name, but some people, you know, they get very disturbed by that because they have very definite ideas of what God should and shouldn't do. But they're okay with source or the power or the one, even divinity. People don't get stuck on that. But whatever it is, something gave rise to this universe, operates it according to exact law. And the law of polarity is absolutely one of the laws that we need to understand that there is always the opposite to anything. And I'm going to read a couple of um, things because I wrote this particular little thing some years ago and I found it. I said, oh, it's good. <laughs> I'll read it. <laughs> the law of polarity is a law. There will always be things in life that we do not prefer. Our job is to focus on what we want, to notice what we don't want so that we actually can choose the opposite. And in fact, if some people are probably familiar with Abraham teachings, Abraham says, it, it the it calls it the um oh, I forgot the word right now, but it's to show us what we don't want. It is the opposite. It's you noticing the things you do not want. So we have the, the ability to transform or change negatives into positives by applying the opposite energy. So what does that mean? Well, let's say that we're upset and disturbed and distressed, which we are today. How do we put on opposite energy, recognizing that the other side of that is we were actually feeling good. That exists. Everyone, no matter what their life is like, has something in their life that they would consider good, that they can appreciate or be grateful for. And one of the ways of just moving that negative energy is gratitude. And it's, and it's simple. Because if we really stop, if we're willing to stop and think and say, hey, I don't have to be in this bad mood. What do I have to be grateful for? I can remember when I was um, teaching one of the seminars years ago, there was a young woman and she said, I, I, I told people to write their gratitude list. And um, she's just sitting there. And I said, what's the problem? And she says, I have nothing to be grateful for. I said, nothing? She said, no, nothing. And she was adamant about that. So not to disturb the rest of the people who did find things to be grateful for, went into another room. And I said, are you sure that you have nothing to be grateful for? Do you get enough to eat? And she said, well, yeah, but so does everybody. I said, oh, no, everybody doesn't. There are starving people. There are even starving people here in America which is supposed to be the richest country in the world. I said, you have a bed to sleep in? Well, of course I have a bed. I said, well, do you know that there are people who have to sleep on the ground? They're homeless. 
and she's thinking about that. She's thinking, it took about 45 minutes before she could actually come up with, you know, there are some things to be grateful for. And she started writing them down. And she said, there's music, there's music that I really like. And then it is my friend, yeah. And she started, I said, what about your parents? They gave you life. What do you think about them? How do you feel about them? She said, well, sometimes I'm angry at them. I said, and I'm sure you are, and sometimes they're angry at you. But what, are you grateful? They gave you life. They brought you into this world. And she said, sometimes. I said, you know, after 45 minutes, I thought it was time to go back to the group. And I said, you know, you have to think this would be a very, very important thing for you. A gratitude journal started. And we've, we've heard that. Many people have been teaching that. And sometimes people start it and then they say, eh, it's not doing anything. It's not supposed to do anything. It's supposed to help you raise your vibrations. You raise them automatically when you're in a space, space of gratitude. When we look at some things and we say, this is bad. I, another thing that I, I would teach at seminars to just because I don't particularly like this. To me, tobacco, cigarettes, bad. If I'm gonna label them, bad, okay? But then I say, but you know, for the people who are working in the fields, who the only source of income they have is in the tobacco fields, tobacco is good. I don't have to think it's good. I don't have to like it, but I don't have to judge it because everything that you judge as being bad interferes with you. Doesn't bother, this doesn't necessarily bother the other people. It might if you're telling them, but otherwise it doesn't have to bother them. It's bothering you because it is lowering your vibration. When you are judging, you are feeling unhappy. You are feeling, and I'm not saying not to have an opinion, I'm talking about the emotion that goes with judgment. Like this is bad, nobody should do that. There, there are certain uh, religions that don't believe you're supposed to dance. Anybody who dances is a bad person. You understand? And, and I don't judge them for that. That's their belief. But I don't have to involve myself in their belief. I have my own beliefs. But the more that I can let go of judgment, I know the better I am in dealing with my own life, in taking care of myself, and in being a, a better person, a better friend, because I'm happier. The more things that you criticize and, and judge, the more things make you unhappy in life. So I can look at a lot of things. And it's taken me, let me tell you, it's taken me a while. I didn't start off this way. I, I've done a tremendous amount of what we would call self-work because I, there's a lot of things that I didn't like. And there's a lot of things <laughs> that would, and they'd make me unhappy. I mean, I would just see people doing things, not my business, unless they bother me. It's not my business. So it, we can change the way that we, we can put on music that makes us feel better if we're not able to get it. Breathing, just gently breathing. In fact, there's a breathing technique that I'm going to show you before the end of the show that is called brain heart coherence. You actually are using your a very simple technique, a breathing technique that will bring together, will harmonize your brain and your heart. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, 
your brain is full of wiring as a result of your feeling and, and of a vote primarily of your thinking, but your heart is about feeling. And if you can align feeling with the mind, something wonderful happens. There is an institute, it's called Institute of Heart Math, and you can look it up and you can find videos on it. But what they've done, and they've been around for a long, long time, is show the simple way that we can align our heart with our mind. And they have also proven that the heart has a brain. There are 40,000 neurons in our heart. I don't know how many there are in the brain, there's more, but that's a lot. It's called the little brain in the heart. And it is fascinating and it is simple. It is a simple process. And in fact, I might as well do it now. Would you say, should I do it now? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what I'm going to ask you all to do, first of all, make sure you're sitting comfortably and that you're not thinking about anything. <laughs> not even thinking about what I said, not, not trying to analyze anything. Just get comfortable with yourself. The first thing you want to do is bring your attention to your heart. And that means it's interesting that once you choose to do that, you actually are focused on it. But it's helpful if you put maybe a finger or your hand or however on your heart. Don't have to, but it's helpful. That's number one. Number two is you're going to breathe gently, slowly, slower than you normally breathe. And your out breath will be longer than your in breath. Now, of course, everybody breathes, you know, to a, to a different rate. So I can't do the rate, your rate. But in order for us to be doing this together, we'll just simply breathe in, let's say, for four. Now breathe out for six. Okay. So I obviously can't ask the audience, so I'm asking Grizzly and Angela. Was that simple to do? Yes. Okay. Now you're going to do that for a few minutes, but at the same time, you're going to create the feeling that makes you feel good. And it could be gratitude, could be appreciation. It could be feeling of just being in a place, let's say the beach or, or some place that you love to be in. It could be thinking of a person that you love, someone that you care something you care about your pet anything that makes you feel good and as you're breathing and holding your heart and many people do with their eyes closed doesn't have to be but as you're doing that for just a few minutes you should feel the stress is leaving if you if you're stressed in other words this is something to do Did somebody say something that I didn't hear? No? Okay. Um, this is something to do when you're stressed because life is stressful. Remember to do it, it takes just a short time. In fact, it has it's said according to the, the um, Institute of Heart Math, what they say is that if you do it for three minutes, you will improve your immune system, which is really important. You will help yourself, your heart, help your heart 
your cardiac system. You will actually have more intuition just from doing this. Now, I'm not saying doing it once, but if you remember to do it, you're stressed and you think, what can I do now? Because we, when we're stressed, we really don't reach for tools. And this is the simplest one. So do we want to do this together now a little bit? Not yes. for three minutes, but let's say for a minute and see what happens. Angela's shaking, yes. How about Grizzly? Yes, okay, so let's do it. Put your hand on your heart. Breathe at your rhythm, your rhythm, but longer out and have a picture in your mind. Doesn't have to be a picture, but a thought in your mind of something that makes you feel good. And let's just do that and see what happens at the end of a minute. probably not a minute but let me ask you because i can hear you not the audience did you feel anything relaxed relaxed that's that's what you want to feel and this energy this god energy that's all around us within us flowing through us that we live in you know we live in breathing it and it lives and breathes in us when you are relaxed you're able to get all of these good, healthy, happy, joyful frequencies. And it just releases the stress. And stress today is, is so common. And you can share this little technique with people you know. Just say, relax. Just put your hand on your heart. Breathe slowly, the out breath a little bit longer. And think of something that makes you feel good. And it works. It is so simple. And if you want to look it up, you can go online. You will find papers upon There's books on it. And there's uh, so much information. But you know what? Except there are people who love that information. I'm an information person, I tell you honestly. But I don't need a lot of information to do this. I do have one of the books. And most people don't. And, and today, with so much going on, you know, in the world and so much that catches our attention. In, unless a person says, I, I don't believe it can work, then I would say, go on YouTube and um, literally look for heart math or heart brain coherence, and you'll find some information. And sometimes people can't relate to something unless they have the information behind it. But it's really a very, very simple thing. Um, Somebody's writing this beautiful thing about, I love meditation, right? Just sitting, meditation is a wonderful thing. Some people feel they can't meditate. And the reason is because thoughts come into their head. 
what they're not aware of is that that's what the mind does. It brings in thoughts and they're not always yours. So thoughts can flit in and then you sometimes have a thought and say, where'd that come from? Why'd I have that thought? We are all connected. This is something that quantum physics has shown us. We are all connected. And because we're all connected, we will pick up things from other people, especially if they're in harmony with the way we're our frequency. So if we if thoughts that come in that are negative and they're similar to things you've had, say, why would that come? It doesn't have to be your thought, maybe something that you have thought, but you don't have to do anything with it. That's the thing about thoughts. We have this belief that if a thought comes in, I have to figure out where it comes from, I have to figure out what to do. Maybe sometimes if you're working on certain things about yourself going deep, you might want to. But most of the time, especially if you're meditating, that is not the time to figure out what you're thinking. Just let watch the thoughts, let them flit. When I was working privately with clients, I would say, just follow your breathing. Because I had one client who said, absolutely cannot meditate. And I have tried and tried. So I said, so what happens? He said, I keep getting these thoughts. I said, well, your brain and your mind is doing exactly what it's here to do. That's its purpose. But you are not your mind, just like you are not your body. You're, you're a soul and you are living in this body and you have a mind. And when you learn to, I'm going to say, master your mind, when you learn how it thinks, when you learn to deal with your emotions so that you can be, and, and I'm not going to say always happy, but that you can be at peace. It's a wonderful thing. We chose to come down here. I really believe that. There's a lot, you know, many people say, I didn't choose to be born. I don't believe that. We chose to be, and we chose those of us, especially people who are looking at shows like this and believe in, in the psychic and believe in the many, many things that are probably pretty much unexplainable from a third dimension. Yes, you chose to be here at this particular strange time so that you could learn, you, you could let your energy, your energy field flow into this because we're all connected. This is a mass mind universe. And what we want to bring into the masses is more joy, is more peace. You can show people how you, how you react to something. Sometimes people will say, well, why aren't you angry at that? And say, well, I don't care for it. But the fact is, it doesn't, I don't need it to stress me out. It's not something I want in my life. It doesn't mean we don't do things. It doesn't mean we don't act in ways and support the things we believe in. That's really, really important is supporting the things we believe in because they make us happy to do that. And I realized that I have not even mentioned the law of rhythm. And that's a very, very um, important law, the law of rhythm. And what it, what it is, and yes, I do have some notes here because I tend to deviate as you probably figured out by now. So, so the law of rhythm is, uh, first of all, think of it as daytime, the tide goes in, the tide goes out, night follows day, the seasons follow. This is all law of rhythm, time to plant and time to sow. It says it in the Bible, right? There are cycles in your health too. This is the thing that is scary to people is they don't recognize like sometimes you just don't feel that great and there's no special reason 
and you're thinking like, what happened? What did I do? Why is this happening to me? Sometimes it's just a cycle our body is going through. Cycles when we feel more up, cycles when we feel more down. If we wouldn't get so excited about it and worried about it and making it, oh, that's a rhythm. There's rhythms, you know, lots of rhythms in um, uh, what's the real estate. Uh, I mean, when I say rhythm cycles in real estate, cycles um, that are changed greatly from the way they used to be in the stock market because there was a certain time the stock market would be up for this many years and then be a beer and then it would be a bull. It has not been predictable. That's for sure. It's not been predictable. So, and we can't predict what's going on on the outside. We, how many people have, have asked, you know, asked different people for advice and get totally different advice because we all have different thoughts, different opinions. This is why it's so important to understand how life works in cycles. And we can look at things and say, oh, when, we, when we're feeling down, um, it could pass. Actually, what people tend to do when they're in a negative rhythm and they, things are really bad is they'll go harder and harder. I'm going to do more and more work. I'm going to push, push, push. And things get worse, worse, worse. Why? Because they're in a negative cycle. So you have to begin to notice that. Awareness becomes very important. If you're in a negative cycle, you don't want to push. What you want to do is relax. Think about the future. Think about what you're going to do. Create in your mind pictures, visions of the things that you want, but you don't want to push. You say, let it go for now. I'm not going to push the business. And there's also such thing as, you know, I'm going to stay in the flow. I believe the universe does support me. And in fact, the more you can think in those terms that the universe does support you, that you're here for a purpose. And the purpose does not have to be, I'm going to save lives. The purpose could be just, I want to evolve my own consciousness. I want to enjoy my family. I want to have fun. Oh boy. In fact, there's a, there's a book that I have and I think it's a, God loves laughter. God loves play. And these are things that should be part of our life is to be enjoying ourselves, be doing things that give us joy and pleasure. But here's the thing about the law, the law of rhythm that I'm going to move on with this. Everything is subject to it's upswings and downswings swings and cycles are not bad. You know, the animals know the cycles, you know, the squirrels that save their nuts, the bears that go into hibernation, but we don't want to recognize that that's possible. That sometimes it's just a down cycle. Not always, you know, when things are bad, it's not a matter of that checking in and seeing, but the more that we begin to trust that there are laws that we, we've come here for a purpose. If we start using our mind, learning how things work, releasing our stresses, listening to the music that we like, reading things that make us feel good, do things that we're motivated to do, do things that bring us pleasure and joy and don't hurt anybody, of course, but I know who I'm talking to, nobody's, you don't wanna do things. That's one of the wonderful things is the more we do the things that bring us pleasure and joy, the more other good things happen to us. Why? Because we raised our vibration. 
we brought ourselves in harmony with the things that we consider to be good, the things that we consider that we would love to have. You know, I was, um, for a short time, I was a singer. Not a great one. I, I was pretty good, but nobody ever heard of me. But at any rate, I was at a show and uh, one of the people who was in the audience, who was a very, I'd say a very big fan, I noticed, and it sounds stupid, but the story is, is proves something. Uh, she was wearing black all the time, every single, every single show that she ever came to that I saw. And I asked her one day, I said, I notice you always wear black. I said, um, and you know, sometimes you might want to do bright color or even a black scarf or something. She said, no, I'm in mourning. I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I had no idea that you were in mourning. I said, could you tell me more? Who are you mourning? She said, my fiance. And I said, I'm so sorry. When did you lose him? 13 years ago. That's a heck of a long time to be in a negative cycle that she created. In other words, there is a time for mourning. You know, a time for grieving, absolutely. Fortunately, those who watch this show know that when the people you love leave, they're not gone. Because Angela and Peter sometimes bring them to you. And I know he brought my ex-husband to me. My ex-husband actually went to Peter when he passed because he couldn't get through to me or my kids. When I say he was my ex-husband, we were very good friends. We had been married a long time. We had three children. And uh, he came to Peter to let Peter know how happy he was on the other side. And to, he said something very interesting. He said, I never was interested in spirituality. He said, but now here, I'm really going to study. I really, really want to understand it. So, and he's come a couple of times. In fact, once when I was talking to Peter and my ex-husband had no clue about this, there was some weird growth, I can only call it a growth on my leg. Didn't know what it was, it was very weird. And Phil, his name was Phil, comes in, he says to Peter, tell her to get red light therapy for her leg. I didn't ask for him, because I tend not to take advantage of Peter, but Phil came in and I did, I got red light therapy, which is very good by the way. It's It's a very interesting thing. It's a lot of good things that happen through red light therapy. Anyhow, that's the, but I have no longer have this um, thing on my leg, but he just came in. My point, what was my point? Oh, about grieving. Yes. We know that they don't, we don't die, that we're really souls. We let the body go. And of course you miss the people that you loved on the other side. But the fact is, we know it's not final and that's a wonderful thing and there are so many people that are so afraid of death or that keep loved ones alive when it's time for them to go by their constant don't go don't go just stay and the person really wants to leave their soul is ready to go but they can't because they feel this pressure from their loved ones when my mother was passing which i mean i was certainly not happy about it I mean, I knew she was going, but I wanted to let her know it was okay. And I, she was in a coma. I was at the hospital and I said, holding her hand and I said, mom, it's okay. 
uh, you can go now. You can go now. It's okay. And then the nurse came in and said, you know, it's time to, to leave and went home. And that night she passed. And I, I was sad. Of course, I was sad. But I was grateful. And um, one of the things that I probably never said publicly, I'll just say it now, when she was the funeral and at the burial site, I looked up and I will tell you, I saw my mother waving to me and blowing me kisses. And wow. it, yeah, and I know it was my mother. I have no doubt. Oh God, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I have been. I didn't tell people that at that time because this was uh, 20 years ago or more. No, more than that. Yeah, um, 30 years. It wasn't. You know, they think I was nuts. You know, yeah, you made this up. No, I did not make it up. That was her in in her light body. And you know, when you're in a light body, well, when you're when the people are in their light body, they can choose to show you however they want to be shown, you know, whatever they want you to see. Um, so they can come in as the person that you recognize, they can come in as a flash of light, and they can come in as uh, just beams of something. So, but she chose to show herself and just waved and let me know she was fine. So, you know, um, I, 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 I grieve because I don't have the gift that Angela has or that, um, Peter has. He can talk to his mom. Um, well, I can talk to my mom, but I don't get an answer <laughs> that I know of. Right, right. <laughs> but you know what um, Peter said about Phil? Uh, he said he's always around and he is talking to you. And one of my daughters said, you know, because we spent a lot of time with him before he left and he was, his last years, he was in a wheelchair. Um, last year, I'd say, not even less than that. Yeah. But at any rate, one of the things he said from the other side, he says, I don't have to be in a wheelchair anymore. So, so I, I, I don't know. This is definitely not part of anything I planned for tonight. But it is something that it helps people to recognize that um, life goes on. It's just it's we're in another plane, another dimension. And there are a lot of people now, you know, coming back, the people that are coming back from near-death experiences, they're bringing messages of love, messages of love, love from the other side and for us to open our hearts. And that's another thing that this little little exercise, it helps open the heart so that you have more of this feeling of love, more of this feeling of appreciation, which is such a wonderful feeling. A friend of mine uh, recently had a near-death experience. And she said when she went over to the other side, she did come back. And I'm glad because I like her <laughs> very much. But what she said is the love that she felt, the unconditional love that she felt is beyond description, almost scary. And I thought, wow, that, that is fascinating. You know, on, on this level, you know, that's uh, there. I'm going to talk just a minute about polarity, love and hate. Our love has nothing to totally different than unconditional love. But here, we love people, and you notice that sometimes they anger us so much you feel like you hate them. And you say, like, how could that be? There's a law of polarity in operation. How do you stop that? 
Well, first of all, one of the things you, you do not suppress your emotions. You recognize them, but you can move by what? Thinking about the things you love about the person, thinking about what you appreciate about them. You can move from that anger state, which is really an important thing for us to do. But this idea of bury those emotions, no, you don't bury them, but you don't express them in ways that are harmful. One of the ways I used to, um, when I get really angry, um, exercise, dancing. You just, and, and I would say, this is letting my anger go. This is letting my anger go. And it would. These are things, little ways that we can do that. Now, the law, I will say what I was saying about the law of rhythm. As we raise our frequencies, well, there's always going to be these fluctuations. That's life going to have it, just like the law of polarity is always going to exist. As we raise our frequency, we become more in harmony with what we would call the good, the peaceful, the joy, the, the, the love of life. There is less fluctuation until it's just a little tiny bit. We go from one side to the other, and it's hardly noticeable. We have tremendous extremes before we learn how to mess, we can have. I'm not saying everyone does. Before I did, I had tremendous extremes. And I would say, yeah, I know how to do anger really, really good. I didn't like that though. Didn't feel good. But maybe for some people it feels good. Didn't feel good. And and I did all this, you know, studying and working on myself, but I still get angry sometimes, definitely. And I would I would go and breathe. I might leave the room but I do something to get myself out of that state of mind. I don't want to be in that state of mind. Recognizing that these two are absolute laws, you're always going to find the opposite side, just like the front and back of a coin. If we go into emotions, I can go clearly into the emotional polarity. There's faith and fear. There's hope and worry when we're worried. We can move into hope. Let's think about what would give us, what can I hope for? What can I envision as being happening? There's so much about manifestation now and everybody's saying something different. Some are saying affirmations work. No, affirmations don't work. But you know where the things, what really works is your frequency and what changes your frequency is the way you feel. Bringing some good feeling into whatever way you can do it, it is bringing good feeling into your heart, into your soul, to yourself. It just changes things. You know, I'm talking like a machine. Anybody want to say anything? No, it's very fascinating. I'm listening to everything. So, Granola, Angela, you got anything? No, I'm going to do the exercises and that. Um, she explained a lot, and I understand that negative is not bad. Negative is not bad. I'm glad to hear that. I would like to tell you that if you really want to know the laws, they're all in here, plus the mind. This is my book, Vibrational Harmony. Uh, Peter mentioned it when he was on. Um, it's really a very good book. I tell you, it's got some wonderful comments uh, from people. In fact, it was one person that said... Um, I have learned more from reading your book this week than I have from reading an average of one book per, what is this? One book per, 
new, all right, I've got to put my glasses on. I brought them here in case I needed them. And right now I do. So here I go. <laughs> okay. I have learned more from reading your book this week than I have from reading an average of one book per two weeks for the last 10 years. Wow. Now, yeah, that's a pretty good one. I like that. Okay. And then it says, uh, let me read you another one. I'm reading short ones. Um, describe, well, that's that's not a comment. Give me a comment. Straightforward and understandable. This book motivates you to use your new understanding to change your life. That's a miracle. Hmm. Wow. I have to I have to read these things myself every once in a while. You know, the life can seem very, very complicated and very, very scary. And there's a lot of things that are happening constantly. Um, we just say no. It's just no matter what I know, no matter what I learned, this is too much. But you know, the people, and there's a lot of them, who are talking about self-motivation or talking about manifestation will always say the same thing. This is what they always say. You pay attention to your inner world and not your outer world. And that doesn't mean you don't know what's going on, but you don't allow it to change what's going on inside of you. That the, uh, the idea is that in spite of it, because again, in the law of polarity, you're going to, and the, and the cycles, you're going to have good and you're going to have, when I say good, what you call, what we call good or what we call bad happen. But if you consistently are triggered by outside events, then your life is very, very difficult and very, very stressful. So we have to look within and we have to say, how can I, in spite of what's going on out there, change by the way I feel. Feeling is the key. And um, a lot of the um, people who are talking about manifestation will say, see the thing you want, say the thing you want, and feel the thing you want. And they didn't notice, they say, when they say believe, and you can say, well, I don't believe it. And until we do believe it, it won't happen. It's not actually not totally true. Enough of saying it seeing it that's we begin to change the neurons in our brain saying it seeing it and feeling it the energy of our feelings changes things tremendously and we're not perfect don't beat yourself that's another thing that constantly the channels are saying they come back i mean the near death the nd the people who have had near death experiences they come back and they say i was told about self-love I was told to appreciate myself. I was told not to beat myself up. They say it in different words, but that is so important because we, we're a part of God. So what are we doing? I mean, are we criticizing and judging God? No. We, and, and Einstein had a very good statement. Um, I have it here somewhere, but basically the statement was, somebody who hasn't made mistakes has never tried anything not possible you know and, and think about a child a baby um learning to walk it gets up it falls down it gets up it falls down it gets up it falls down and it doesn't say this walking thing doesn't work i ain't doing it mm -hmm. it just gets up 
because it knows that it's going to succeed. And so when you have something that's dear to your heart, that's meaningful to you, even though there are times that it's not working out and obstacles are in the way and technology gets in the way and all of this stuff, I'm going to tell you, keep the faith. Keep the faith. And I am going to close now. And I will close with, it's a poem I wrote years ago. It's actually my favorite of the ones I've written. <laughs> okay, here I go. And it's called, I Can. I look in the mirror and ask myself, what do I want to be? What do I want to do and have? The choice is up to me. Created in the image of God, the Bible says we are. And with God, all things are possible. So reach for the highest star. First, we have to set our goals and then create our plan. And when doubts and fears get in the way, keep on saying, I can. Face each day with confidence. Stand tall with your head held high. Believe in yourself and you'll make it. You can, if only you'll try. Hold fast to the dream you desire while you do what you must do. And always keep your eye on your vision. The wisdom inside will guide you. Take action. Step out of the shadows and come out into the sun. For the only race you can win in life is the one that you have run. We measure success by money and wealth. But so much better by far is the success of feeling that power inside when you know who you really are. Each one of us is a special person. We're all one of a kind with untapped potential that awakens when we learn how to use our mind. Now, when I look in the mirror, I finally love what I see. I can do anything if I really want to. Thank God, I'm me. And thank God, you're all you with the power to create the life that you want to create. Wow. Impressive. Thank you. Very impressive. Once again, like always, Beverly, it's a, it's a pleasure having you on the show always. So, yes. And what do you think, Angela? Oh, I want her to come back. We're going to talk yes. about some new laws, other laws. Oh, well, yes, I, I absolutely. Will. I'll be honored to. We will do that. We will do the other laws. I'll also be talking about how to improve your immune system, how to use your mind, conscious, subconscious, superconscious, all the things. When um, I was on the radio with Joyce, I, I was looking at the subject matter. It is endless. I could come back until the day I leave the planet, I'm telling you, with subject matter that I believe your audience would be interested in. And you'll know because perhaps some will tell you, you know, give you some comments, let you know, and uh, you'll know. But um, I'm grateful to be here. Very grateful to be here. Delighted to know you both. I, I kind of miss my friend Peter, but I know he's got some things he has to take care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and hopefully it gets feeling better. But Beverly, it was nice to have you. And you're always welcome back, dear. Thank, Thank you. you. Take Thank care. You. We'll, we'll, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Well, what do you think there? I think she's good. I like her. Do you? Yes, I do. Wow. Unbelievable. Another rap. 
So what we got for agenda on next show? I think we're getting Lois Martin coming on. Lois is like her. She's Peter's friend, but she's very similar to her. Oh, Beverly, so good. You know, everybody loves to see her and listen to her. So, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. So next week, that's what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. So from coast to coast and around the world, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be a wrap. Okay. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Don't forget, another show coming up at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Come join us. And see what we're going to talk about. Until then, Godspeed. Take care. We'll see you, Angela. Okay, bye-bye. Good night.